everyone. I'm Christine Bentley in studio with Kate Wheeler, and you are listening to What She Said on 105.9 The Region. Today's show is brought to you by Meridian Credit Union. Expecting more for your money, that's wealth esteem. Christine, I can't wait to tell everyone about uh, the trip to Vernon, B.C. It was a fabulous three days of discovering what I now think is one of Canada's top hidden gems. We went with tourism, Vernon. There was hiking, cider tasting, a little Nordic skiing, and, of course, the spa, which you have to go. You have to go. Absolutely. Fabulous. We're going to take you inside the Sparkling Hill Resort and Spa. It literally sparkles. We'll explain why. Their focus is on health and wellness. And the video is up on whatshesaidtalk.com, too, if you want to see what we're talking about. Trust me. You will. I'm sure I will. Mm-hmm. And after that, personal injury lawyer Alison Burrison will be here with Dr. Shannon Scratch, who is a clinician scientist at the Bloorview Research Institute. And they're going to tell us about a great way to give back to the community this holiday season. It really is. Now, film critic Ann Brody will tell us what's new on TV and at the movies. And lifestyle expert Lena Almeida will be in to tell us about her trip to... I can never get this right. Kissimmee, how to properly pronounce Kissimmee. You got it right? Have you got it down? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I think they know what we mean, though. Okay. Dr. Melissa Hirschberg is back, and today she's going to talk about health challenges for all ages, specifically constipation. And did you know that 46% of Canadians here uh, have experienced constipation within the last 12 months? It's a topic not a lot of people want to talk about, but Dr. Hirschberg will be in to help bust some of the myths surrounding Mm. the condition. Okay. Now, closing out the show, we're going to be talking to the singer and producer of A Canadian Christmas. It's a 100% Canadian Christmas song. It was written at the end of 2016 with the hope of bringing Canadians together every December at a time when it seemed like the world was starting to be torn apart. And we're going to talk to talk to them, and we are going to play it for you today. Have you done your Christmas shopping? Are you all done? All done. I, Except for one. I don't like you very much. Jordan. But it's a Christmas, birthday, and housewarming, so it's going to be a little... A Christmas, birthday, and housewarming. Well, it's go. going to be a piece of art, and he has to pick it out, so ah, I we'll see. have to see. And his cabinets are going in, and the furniture isn't in yet, so I'm not. it'll be soon, but likely not before Christmas Day. Okay. Well, don't forget to connect with us on social media at What She Said Talk, where you can find links to our free Apple podcast, in-studio videos, contests, and more. Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. To contact the show, go to whatshesaidtalk.com. Meridian's three-year escalator GIC can help you save for a bucket list trip. In the first year, earn 2% interest. In the second, 3%. In the third, 4%. Those escalating savings could be the difference between this trip and this trip. Visit a branch or meridiancu.ca today to get started. Meridian, saving for a better life while living your best life. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said, she's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. 
if you're looking for a memorable getaway this winter, have you thought of Vernon, B.C.? What she said just got back from discovering what we now think is one of Canada's top hidden gems with tourism Vernon. There was hiking, cider tasting, a little Nordic skiing, and of course, the spa. So today, we're going to take you inside the Sparkling Hill Resort and Spa, which literally sparkles. Their focus is on health and wellness. But before we got there, our new favorite tour guide ever, Teresa Durning from Tourism Vernon, showed us the view from the top. Remember, you can see the video online at whatshesaidtalk.com. Right now, have a listen. Oh, look at this. This is just beautiful. It's gorgeous. I want a cottage. That's not a cottage. That's a house. In Vernon, B.C., no matter where you go, the views are amazing and you never, ever get bored. There's something for everybody. I moved here and it felt like home and I the people here are welcoming and amazing and you are just included immediately whether you're a visitor or you're moving you're relocating here you feel at home immediately in Vernon so absolutely uh, something about it draws you and I was drawn and so never regretted that decision and and won't ever be leaving. So what's your favorite recreation activity in the winter? I think the winter time probably uh, the 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 spa the spa stuff for me. <laughs> the spa stuff. You're my kind of woman. <laughs> and so Teresa took us straight to Sparkling Hill, where we met another spa kind of woman, marketing director Jacqueline Burke. Okay, so it is called a health and wellness resort. So take us through, if I came to stay here for you know a weekend or a week, what would be some of the things that I could do? Seven different steams and saunas we have in there. We have four experiential showers. We have an outdoor infinity pool that he is heated all year round. We have an indoor hot tub for 30 people. We have an indoor saltwater pool that has music underneath the water. We have a canipe walkway that's a hot cold walkway. Okay, now we, we walked the... Canipe. Canipe. Correct. Canipe walkway. And explain how that works because I've got to say my legs feel amazing. So the canipe is giving you um, circulation in your legs. Mm -hmm. So it's really good if you have insomnia, if you have jet lag, um, if you have low blood pressure, and also if you have swollen feet. Okay, Jacqueline, tell me about the cryo chamber. So we're in the cold cryo chamber. It's a three-chamber approach. It goes to minus 110 degrees. So we're the only one in North America that has this three-chamber. So what's going on when we're in there for the three minutes is all the blood is rushing to your heart and the blood is protecting your heart. Your core temperature is not dropping whatsoever. And then once we go through the chamber out back through, we come out, all the blood is going to rush to your extremities. It's going to give you that extra, extra oxygen push. So the benefits of... If if you have arthritis anywhere from I do in my knee oh good so anywhere from 6 to 20 treatments depending on your body type you're gonna feel uh, arthritic pain go away for it depends on for how long your body is so it could be up to eight months to nine months and um, we have a lot of athletes that come here so after their season uh, they've had a little bit of bruises and scrapes we can help recuperate faster for them people that have had surgeries uh, anywhere from 6 to 20 treatments again depending on your body type you can be um, a little bit faster in recovering up to three months it also helps with depression so this is the cold cryo chamber here we go all right For the full glory of us dancing to journey in the cryo chamber, check out the video at whatshesaidtalk.com. Everything is tingling. Everything is tingling. 
it's not, the three minutes goes by really quickly, you're moving and everything, but I could feel it start where I have arthritis in my knees and then actually in my elbows and my arms. But when we came out, my whole body was a rush of tingles, but I thought for a minute I wasn't gonna make it for the last 30 seconds, but no problem. Very cool. <laughs> so Jacqueline, this is amazing. Like Sparkling Hill, it's truly sparkling. Explain how the sparkles came to be. We're owned by Mr. Swarovski. We have 3.5 million of us crystals through the whole resort. We're the only resort in the world in a public setting that has that many of his crystals in it. And does he come and visit? He does, at least once a year, sometimes twice. He was just here for his birthday. So why did, why did he pick Vernon? You know, he could have picked anywhere in the world. He, he chose this area for many reasons. One being um, farm to table. So we try and use as much as we can from the region and, uh, and a lot of our partners do also. Uh, we also have uh, milder temperatures than the rest of Canada. So you're able to be very active outdoors all year round. And then we're a very active community. So those are the three pillars that he wanted under health, his health and wellness hotel. You, all of the rooms that you have look like they're set up for like couples massages. Some have bathtubs, some and there's different treatments in all of them. So we saw the uh, three couple, uh, unique couple treatment rooms that we have. Um, one being where you have a shower together, you come out, we heat up essential oils, give you a massage. The other one we saw was like a Turkish scrub where you have a shower together, you come out, we f give you foam and lather you up and give you a massage and then rinse you off. And the other one was, which is my favorite, where you have a bath together, a little rinse off and then a massage beside each other. We also have many other treatment rooms. We have 48 treatment rooms and 100 different treatments. Wow. Okay, so what happens in here? So we're in the steams and saunas inside of the Curse Spa. So the best way to utilize the spa and to maximize your benefit in the steams and saunas is you go into a hot one. There's a plaque outside that says how long you should be in there for if you need a towel or if you don't. Um, so you go into a hot sauna, either go into a cold sauna or cold, ex cold experiential shower, and then you rehydrate with some water, okay. and then you rest. So it's hot, cold, rehydrate, rest. And, and the, the views are amazing. Now you're at the, the north end yes. of the Okanagan on the lake side. Yeah, so I like to say we're at the start of Lake Okanagan. Mm -hmm. And Vernon starts here, and then it goes all the way to Osoyo. So it is quite a large lake. And with our hotel, because we're on top of Mount Royce, we're right on the top of the mountain, mm -hmm. there's no bad views. Out of the 149 rooms that we have, you either have mountain view or lake view, and either one king bed or two queen beds. That's the only difference between our rooms. All of them have, a, have, have what I like is a sliding door that's actually a window that opens. Because so many places now, they're closed and I feel mm. claustrophobic. But this you can experience um, yes. the fresh air and the beautiful air. You know, Okanagan has some of the best fresh air in the world, I find. And uh, we want everyone to experience. And you know, I believe that fresh air cures a lot of things. Mm -hmm. So to have the floor to ceiling windows and one of them open up and get that fresh air in your room is invaluable. Now, you were mentioning that you had um, a couple of women who come out from Ontario every yes. year. And they, they come back and they do they do a series of treatments in a, in a space of a week mm -hmm. and they keep coming back. Yeah, so uh, we have people come from all over the world. The ladies that I was speaking to specifically are, they have um, chronic arthritis. Mm -hmm. So they come and do the cold cryo chamber um, and it depends on how much. Some One lady does it about 10 times, the other lady has a little bit more so she does it about 15 times. So the three minute treatment that she's through really helps her with arthritis for up to nine months. So we That's see amazing. them everywhere from eight to nine months every year. And people come from all over the world all just to over. come here. Yeah. 
So what are, what's your favorite thing? Like if you were, if you were telling um, you know, your sister, your best yep. friend, it's like you've got to come and do this, what would you do? You know, I look at individually what it is, right? So okay. for example, my mom, the Knipe walkway is really important for her because she has problem with mobility and sleeping at night. So that helps her. Mm -hmm. um, for if I were to look at my brother, it would be the cold cryo chamber because he's very athletic and he's always using his body strength and he's always doing something. So, and you know, men don't generally say they're sore, mm -hmm. but th it would help him with any soreness that he had. For me, it's definitely the cold cryo chamber also, because I love to hike and I love to ski and I like to bike. And that, and obviously, I travel, so I'm in planes, trains, and automobiles, and that just helps with that. So, how long have you been here? How long have you been? Uh, two and a half years. And is the best two and a half years ever? It's so a great far. two and a half years. Yeah, you know, you have to, you, you sell this property, and it's yeah. uh, it's a nice sell. We haven't talked about the food. So food, farm to table, our chef um, puts out a menu based on what the farmers have come into fruition. So right now he's just made a new menu um, that's launching on Monday um, after he's chatted with some of the local suppliers, what we have, and he's tailored it to that. Um, we to within 150, so we try and get everything really close by. Mm -hmm. Our chickens are right across the way, actually. <laughs> <laughs> really farm to table. And if um, and in the winter, and mm -hmm. you say you're based here, you can heli ski out of here. Yeah. What else can you do? You can do heli skiing. You can do uh, heli sightseeing tours. Uh, right out the door, we have 25 kilometers of hiking trails. We have 50 kilometers of biking trails. And even in the winter, you can bike on the trails because we have fat biking. Mm -hmm. um, so and there's fat biking throughout the region. Um, definitely can still hike in the, this region all year round, um, just depending on your clothes. And we have some great skiing also. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. So what else do we need to know about Sparkling Co? Because it is amazing. You know, we have health and wellness packages that are really tailored to all people, mm -hmm. whether you're um, 30 or 40 and looking at improving your lifestyle, um, whether you're looking to lose weight, whether you're 60, we have a new program that's coming out to really help you with mobility and your um, healthy aging. So we tailor quite a few of our programs based on what you're looking for. So when you come in here, um, it's always with the health professional. We sit down with you and we go through what you've done with your body in the past and your present and what you want to do in your future and we'll tailor your program whether it's your food whether it's your um, activities and even your treatments based on what you need because every body is different. Thank you very much for inviting us here it has just been, been wonderful. Yes thank you very much for coming it's always great to have people come and uh, see what we have at Sparkling Hill Resort. Next Saturday, as we continue to explore Vernon, we'll tell you the remarkable professional and personal story of LPGA star A.J. Ethorn and her Swing Like a Girl program at Predator Ridge, where golfing, hiking, and snowshoeing are on the menu, as is some of the best pizza in town. If you want to see the gorgeous views of Vernon, go online to whatshesatalk.com. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Dear Diary, it's day 15 and I still can't seem to figure it out. How can Hill Street's alcohol-free beer and wine taste so good? A. They've invented a new undetectable alcohol. B. They're straight up lying to us. Or C. They're wizards and each drink is infused with the blood of dragons! I think I'm onto something. Hill Street Beverages. 0% alcohol, 100% taste.
Available at fine retailers across Canada and at hillstreetbeverages.com. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Joining us now is Alison Burrison, a personal injury lawyer at Burrison Law, and Dr. Shannon Scratch, a clinician scientist at Bloor View Research Institute. And today we're talking about giving back to the community this holiday season. So welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for having us. Now, Alison, you're on the cabinet for Lawyers for Possibility at Bloor View. So start off by telling us what that is exactly. Sure. Um, it's actually a brand new cabinet, so to speak, this year. So it's a dynamic group of lawyers that got together just this year. There's 12 of us now, and we're growing, um, that wanted to be able to give back to the community and give back in a meaningful way, whether it's been our own children that have been at Bloorview or we've just been impacted by a story um, or one of our clients that have been there. So mm-hmm. our cabinet right now is working towards a goal in their first year of raising awareness and raising possibilities and in that also raising funds for children with disabilities so that they can have the same opportunities that we see whether it's our own children or other people having and just taking for granted. Um, So that's really what the point is of that particular committee this year and we hope that it will continue to grow with growing legal professionals and growing community members donating to the Lawyers for Possibility which will ultimately go to the Bloorview Research Institute. And just Just in case you want to see us running around in capes, in March of 2019, our specific cabinet has agreed to also participate in Capes for Kids, which is a huge initiative that Bloorview started a couple years ago to raise money for Bloorview and children with disabilities. So we've committed for that one week within um, our legal community to run around with red capes, whether it be in court or mediations, (laughs) to hopefully raise more awareness and more funds for kids with disabilities. You really think you can get away with wearing a red cape in court? I'm going to see how it goes. (laughs) So Dr. Scratch, tell us a little bit about the Bloorview Research Institute growth campaign. Sure, glad to. Um, So we started a $25 million growth campaign, um, and we're trying to raise money for research for kids with disabilities. And it's been an area in Canada especially that we haven't had a a strong research background in. So it's great that we can kind of start to grow this more and more. And we're doing that through bringing a child-friendly MRI to our site. It'll be the first one in Ontario. Mm -hmm. And that means we can make the environment really accessible for different kids that have been left out of research, essentially, because that um, area becomes too challenging for them to to go into. So it's exciting to be able to do that. We're trying to raise that $25 million um, for a focus of kids with autism, brain injury, um, cerebral palsy, a whole bunch of developmental conditions. Historically, has that been an area of research globally? I'm not just Mm -hmm. talking about Canada. That has been challenging? Yes. It's sort of like the complaints that we're talking for older people Mm -hmm. where they say they do the research on male rats and not female rats, and it's quite different. So children with disabilities is quite a different story than adults, I I suppose. It is. It's it's very different. And I think when we're thinking about rehabilitation and and longer-term care, uh, the focus for so long has been on acute care. And I understand that, um, Mm -hmm. but it's important to look at quality of life and outcomes for kids, and they're very different than outcomes for adults. Mm -hmm. So what we're trying to do now that we're seeing people live through some really challenging acute situations, how do we make your life 
meaningful and impactful and how do we focus on function and outcome and that's something that we were always doing but now that it seems like globally people are primed to start to ask those questions so we're really well situated for that um, and this will make us Canada's largest rehabilitation hospital and research center it's really exciting well, that's amazing it's nice to be somewhere that's growing in research and in mm -hmm. public health people aren't putting money into things and thinking about growing so it's really exciting to be part of that must be challenging uh dealing with children mm -hmm. uh, who have a disability because they are also growing. Their bodies are growing. And so it's a different thing than an adult who's already done. Yes. Yeah. It's, and it's many considerations. So I work in the area of acquired brain injury and mm -hmm. concussion. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times what we'll see is you have this kind of injury come out of nowhere, whether it's from a car accident or from a stroke. Kids can have strokes too. And you're developing on top of that injury coming in. And so it becomes what, what was the injury, what's development, trying to tease that piece out is really challenging for families and challenging for schools. And there's so many factors that person needs to become who they were going to become anyways with a, a, an injury on top. Mm -hmm. So I understand that, that you're trying to take a holistic approach mm -hmm. uh, in, in today's times to assist young people in achieving their goals. So explain all the different areas yeah. that you would cover. So I'm a neuropsychologist by clinical training. Mm -hmm. As a clinician scientist, I get to be in clinic with families and, and work with um, different clients and families in a day-to-day -day case. And neuropsychologist is, it's kind of this really nice field where we get to look at somebody's biological health, but also their psychological health, their emotional well-being, their behavior. And we take a nice snapshot of what, how things look over time and, and look at all these factors. Um, so it's important to know if somebody's feeling sad or feeling anxious, that impacts how you think, that impacts how you remember, that impacts school. So we need to understand that, all those aspects of somebody's functioning. If somebody's parent is struggling and they are having mental health challenges, that matters too. So mm. it, it's important to look at the environment. So Allison, um, why did you decide, why did you pick Blurview to collaborate with? Um, well, mine is both a personal and professional reason. So personally, my son was in Blurview. So I got an opportunity to see what um, fantastic things they were doing for children. Um, and if anyone has never been to Bloorview, I would strongly encourage you to actually go visit because it is inspiring. And we actually had one of our events at Bloorview and I brought a lot of my legal colleagues. And I have to say, when they heard people like Shannon and saw some of the uh, uh, things that they were doing at Bloorview, it brought them to tears because it is really an inspiring place. Um, in addition, I represent a lot of pediatric um, patients who've been injured, mm -hmm. um, either in car accidents or in sport events, and they've spent a lot of time in Bloorview. And I have to say, one of the things they always come back to me at the end of a lawsuit, they'll say, I really mm -hmm. want to give back. I really want to volunteer at Bloorview. It was such an inspiring experience. And when you think about everything that a child goes through when they have an acquired brain injury or a spinal cord injury, for them after all those years and they continue to deal with challenges that other children don't have to say that they were inspired by Blue Review and they want to give back and volunteer, that was a very um, convincing reason for me to say if I am going to give back to the legal uh, to the community um, through my legal profession and connections, I want to give back to Blue Review. The other thing I think that's so inspiring is as a Canadian, yeah. um, we have a worldwide record of caring about children and, and, and looking after children who are sick. And this fund, mm -hmm. uh, growing this fund and growing this research will just elevate us even further. 
Oh, absolutely. And we do have a strong reputation in Canada, especially for knowledge translation. So bringing our research findings to life, we have a really great reputation for that. And within um, Holland Bloorview, we have a wonderful team. So whenever we're building our research projects, we're able to really think about impact down the road. And as people are recovering, we need to have lots of different areas and planning involved to make sure that what we're finding gets put into clinic. And one of the best things about my job is that because I'm in there, I actually get to bring what I found to the families that I'm working with. So having that kind of focus for childhood disability is something unique in Canada, for sure. We're very situated. Now, Alison, say another lawyer is listening out there and says, hmm, how could I be a lawyer for possibility? Can they... Absolutely. So they can reach out to me through my website at bursonlaw.com. Mm-hmm. Um, they can also learn more about what we're doing at Lawyers for Possibility by going to hollandblurview.ca and then slash Lawyers for Possibility. So they can learn what our organization is about, what our financial goals are about, who might be on the committee, what events we have coming up, and also really important to donate. So if you're thinking about, we encourage you to, to go to Holland Year, um, to someone or to an organization, I'd really strongly encourage encourage you to, to go to hollandbloorview.ca lawyers for possibility. Okay, and, you, and you've set a goal of $100,000 for our, the first year? In our first year, yes. Um, and I truly believe that we will meet it or exceed it. Um, and then after that, we're hoping to grow the committee and grow our targets thereafter and not stop. Allison, you're supposed to say, well, we're, we're nowhere near, but please help <laughs> us. <laughs> but obviously, everybody believes in this, so maybe we could double it. We could, and that would be wouldn't wonderful. that be amazing? Be, yeah, mm-hmm. we take it. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I, 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 I will donate simply to see you walk into a courtroom wearing Wear a red, red cape. <laughs> So truly, um, that is what I think brings the most amount of donations and awareness. So please follow uh, me uh, and anyone else that you see on Lawyers for Possibility through social media. And last year, we did take pictures of people in very um, high profile, whether it be conferences or mediations or discoveries with their cape on, and the donations came flying in. Oh, really? (laughs) Excellent. Well, we're we're already booking Alex to follow you around. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so once again... um, um, the website is hollandbluereview.ca and then just slash lawyers for possibility. Thanks so much for coming and telling us about Thank it. Thank you Thanks for speaking for with us. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. (sighs) Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. This is 105.9 The Region. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Well, Saturday night at 8 o'clock, I know where I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pick my baby up and take her to the picture show. 
Well, does a spoonful of sugar really help the medicine go down? It always does for me. So joining us now for Saturday Night at the Movies is film critic Anne Brody. And Anne, Mary Poppins returns this Wednesday? On the 19th. And I must say, talk about sweet. It's a sweet time for everyone. I loved it. It's about the children. They're grown up now. Um, they, they more or less live together with because his wife died. They have the two kids. Um, but they're about to lose the house. So big problems. What are they going to do? How are they going to solve it? Mary Poppins shows up, as she has wont to do, what, 40 years later, 30 years later? Yeah. In the form of Emily Blunt. And I must say, she's terrific in the role. And Emily Mortimer plays the grown-up Jane. And she's now a feminist, which is interesting. So she leads them, first of all, into a china jar with these wonderful animations on it. That's the kind of magic that you can do with Mary Poppins. And love it so much. And then Meryl Streep plays a, a gypsy, Mary Poppins' cousin Topsy fantastic accent. I've never seen her like this before. Angela Lansbury's in it. Dick Van Dyke saves the day. Spoiler. (laughs) And Colin Firth plays the bad guy, and he's wonderful at it. I can't tell you how much I enjoyed Mary Poppins Returns. It just filled my heart. Really? That's awesome. I'm going to go see it. Yeah, you must, Chris. I know you like it. For sure. We actually have an interview that's going to run on Sunday, uh, tomorrow, um, about uh, that that you did. But now, let's talk about the eye candy that is Spider-Man. You know, animated superhero films really aren't my cup of tea. This is so good, it's ridiculous. (laughs) It's an all-new kind of animation that I don't remember seeing before. It's so lively. In fact, I think there are several kinds of animation in it. Um, And it's about a young boy, an African-American boy, who's bitten by a spider, Mm -hmm. like someone else we know. And he he, suddenly everything's very sticky. So over time, he learns to uh, put his powers together for good. And evil is out there. He knows it. And it comes really, really close to his family. And I won't tell you how. But he goes out into the universe where apparently there's more than one Spider-Man. It's it's just so interesting, so creative, and frankly worthy of awards, if you ask me. Interesting. Mary Queen of Scots. Eh. No? (laughs) No? It's a great story. It's such a good story. Mary Queen of Scots versus Queen Elizabeth I vying for power. Uh, Elizabeth's frightened of of Mary's popularity, so she imprisons her. Um, We all know what happens. This stars Saoirse Ronan as Mary, and Margot Robbie, you would never recognize her as Queen Elizabeth I. No, I've seen trailers, and I wouldn't... Yeah. I wouldn't... Oh, Margot Robbie. I know. And she, she creates a really vulnerable Elizabeth, which we also don't see. So it's there's a lot of interest in it, but so much of it is explication of, you know, what the law is, what what uh, hierarchy is. And it's just so boring. And it goes on forever. <laughs> forever. Battle, battle, battle. So boring. It goes on forever. Okay, so we're not Okay, how about the quake? It's actually pretty good. A few years ago, there was a film called The Wave. Same cast, same filmmakers. And it... Did you know that um, uh, Norway is, uh, uh, Scandinavia indeed, is just full of land problems, earthquakes, Mm -hmm. tsunamis, all of that. So the wave dealt with a a tsunami. There was a terrible earthquake in Oslo in uh, 1902. 
And the scientist in the film, the uh, hero, realizes that there's one coming, and he and his other scientist whistleblower, Fran, believe it's going to be a million times as strong as the one in 1902. So sure enough, it comes. The visuals are insane. It was so exciting. Uh, <laughs> bad, of course. <laughs> bad for everyone on the on the uh, planet up there. Um, but it it was so creative, and it's Nordic, which means it's done in a different kind of tone than we get in American films like that. So it's very natural. Right. It, it feels as though it actually could happen. Okay. So you know, Oslo is actually in a bit of trouble. They're waiting for more earthquakes. Next, we have Ethan Hawke directing a musical biography called Blaze. Yeah. No. Um, a lot of people like this film. I find the character Blaze Foley, is ju it's just another portrait of a, an addicted artist who, you know, ruins all his chances by his own actions. So, I don't know. You might like it. Oh, and it's it also portrays uh, Steve, uh, Miles Van Zant, who... Um, it's Charlie Sexton, who's a great guitarist, who I met when he was a child, and I hate to think how old he is now. <laughs> but, uh, yes, I don't know. Not my cup of tea. Uh, Dumplin'. Dumplin'. Oh, Dumplin'. Christine Chris, loved you it. Saw it. I just saw it. I loved it. Danielle McDonald plays a plus-size girl whose mother, Jennifer Aniston, runs the local blue bonnet yeah. team pageant. Yeah. So, um, and she makes her daughter feel bad for being big. And she's so dismissive of her. So her daughter and some of the other different size, different look girls in the school decide to enter the contest. And there's no way the mother can keep them out. Yeah. So, And they look for help to the drag queens. And the drag queens teach them how to dance, do the makeup, and dress. And it's a real triumph. And Dolly Parton is at the heart of it. Dolly Parton, because her aunt... Um, Jennifer's Her sister, aunt, yes. exactly. So it's a wonderful movie. It's feel good. It's an absolute feel good movie, especially with you know the the uh, being proud of your body, no matter what size, yeah. shape, height, exactly. whatever it is. That whole thing, um, which is so important. Mm -hmm. And uh, this hunky guy. Loves her, and she doesn't believe it, but loves her regardless. And so there's a happy ending, which I love. <laughs> little right. tears going down. And, going, hey. and new music by Dolly. And okay, new music excellent. by Dolly. And so much more by Anne on our website. Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> All Anne's uh, movie and TV reviews are up now on WhatSheSaidTalk.com. Cool. This is 105.9 The Region. She Connect with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler at WhatSheSaidTalk.com. Joining us now is lifestyle expert Lena Almeida, and today she's going to help us answer a few questions. Why should you experience Kissimmee? Where is Kissimmee? And how do you pronounce it? <laughs> Welcome, Lena. Who knows all? It's, it's great to be here. It's actually Kissimmee. So the emphasis is on the sim. And I learned that when we were there two weeks ago because I was I was calling it Kissimmee. Well, Kissimmee. I've been there and I still yeah. have been calling it the wrong thing. Right. <laughs> so it's not Kissimmee. It's, it's not. Kissimmee. Kissimmee. Yes. Okay. And we were there, like not I said. Not as much fun, though. <laughs> Kissimmee. <laughs> so, 
you you had to, you had to have been here to see that or look on our social media pages because Christine doing her best Italian version of Kiss Me it was excellent. Anyway, you broke me. Anyway, I think they should consider changing it. <laughs> okay, so well, tell us what you learned other than how to pronounce Kissimmee absolutely. properly. Absolutely. So it is a family-oriented destination in Florida. So if you're flying into the Orlando airport, it's mm-hmm. only about 25 minutes away. And I think when most people think about flying down to Orlando, they think about hitting the theme parks, you know, staying at Walt Disney World Resort or Universal Orlando Resort. And I'm not going to knock it. I mean, that's it's, it's great if you're going down for a Disney vacation. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, you know, you want to take a family vacation at a slower pace or you want to extend your vacation and mm-hmm. then it's not always feasible or cost effective to stay right on one of the resorts. So that's why you want to experience Kissimmee. It is actually the vacation home rental capital of the world. So there are more than 45,000 local options to suit every taste and budget. And over 22,000 of those accommodations are actually vacation rentals. Wow. Yeah. So when we visited, we actually stayed at Magic Village Vacation Homes. And we loved it because it was a bit of a hybrid. So there was a check-in desk and a concierge. But then we had our very own home Mm -hmm. to relax and stretch out in for the week. And you know what? It was our first time staying in a vacation home rental. And being used to staying in smaller hotel rooms, I was actually shocked at how much more at ease the kids were when they had the entire house to kind of, you know, roam in, Mm -hmm. play in, run in, what have you. And it's cost effective. So we were in a three-bedroom home, which means that we could have had another couple and their kids there as well. And so when you're looking... And when I say you can suit every taste and budget, you can have vacation home rentals that start as little as $150 a night for a condo, perhaps. And then it goes up to maybe $2,000 a night for mm-hmm. a mansion. A mansion. Which well, I also nice. tour. Oh, you did? Yes, yeah. I did tour three vacation home mansions by G's Vacation Rentals at Reunion Resort. And they were just stunning. I mean, we're talking about themed rooms, home theaters, games rooms, dining tables that sit 12. And I was thinking to myself, who stays here? I mean, we know celebrities Mm -hmm. stay there because it's private and, you know, they don't have to walk through a hotel lobby. But you know who else stays? There's extended families. Well, that's what we do. We've we've rented bigger um, in Miami. We've rented bigger families. vacation homes, but yes. there have been three distinct family groups, and it's made it cost-effective, plus it had a pool, plus, you know, it was a base that everyone could come back to, and older kids could go off and do what they wanted to do. It's like, we'll meet you back here at Absolutely. four to figure out what we're doing later. Kind yeah. Of thing. yeah and good. for a lot of those homes as well, um, each room has a private bathroom and a lock on the door. So even though you're all in the same home, you still have that privacy, and you feel like you've got your own space. But do you, do you really have that privacy? Because my children used to slide notes under the door Aww. when I was in there. Well, I, I never had that, that moment of <laughs> Well, you know what they say, for parents, it's not a vacation, it's a relocation. Right, right. <laughs> but it's, I, I just love that there's so many different options. We actually had a Target Superstore 
five minutes away from our vacation rental. Target. Target. So we stocked up on all the essentials and some groceries. So again, if you're going down and you're taking your vacation at a slower pace, you Mm -hmm. definitely want to vacation in Kissimmee and consider a vacation rental. Now, while you're down there, what are you going to do? Well, like I said, theme parks. Theme parks. 15 minutes away. So we went to Universal Orlando Resort to take in um, the resort for the holidays, which was perfect. But it was less than a 20-minute drive. We actually also did something I've never done before. We did a thrilling airboat ride to look for gators with Wild Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved that we were looking for gators in their own natural habitat, in their own environment. So that was... Or were they looking for you, Lena? <laughs> <laughs> they were chill. We learned on, you know, during the airboat ride that gators are very lazy. And I can attest most of them were pretty chill. But they can move fast when they, they want to. They can when they want to. But I, I don't think that humans in an airboat are very... They've probably seen it all by now. Okay. Um, there's also Medieval Times Florida. Mm-hmm. And as well, oh, we visited Ooh. Celebration Florida, which is modeled after basically any old town America. And it was just so picturesque. There's a dog bakery there, ladies. Like... They're not baking dogs. They're baking no, things for dogs, I hope. They're baking okay, trees. <laughs> <laughs> had me alarmed there no, for no, a no, moment. No, no. Let me clarify. <laughs> There's a bakery for dogs there. Cool. And it's just, it was so amazing. We actually dined at Columbia Restaurant, which is some of the best Cuban food I've ever had. We went there one day for dinner and we went back the next day for lunch. Oh, that's It was good. just that good. so good. For more information, you can go to experiencekasimi.com. There's a deal section on the website where you can find discounts for area attractions, as well as a section for Canadian resident offers. So Canadians going down, they love us. All right, Lena, and we love you. Kasimi a lot. (laughs) Kasimi. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Uh, Excuse me, everyone. Now that I've discovered Hill Street's alcohol-free beer and wine, I've decided never to settle for anything less than the best. Linda, I will no longer eat your home-cooked lasagna. Dave, put your guitar away. You're terrible. And Janet, I'm leaving you. That's all. Please continue the funeral service. Hill Street Beverages. 0% alcohol, 100% taste. Don't settle for anything less. Available at fine retailers across Canada and at hillstreetbeverages.com. Passion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit kernsandco.com. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Constipation is a common ailment among all Canadians, with 46% of Canadians having experienced it within the last 12 months, and it can be caused by a variety of factors. We're joined now by Dr. Melissa Hirschberg, who's going to talk to us about some of them today. Welcome back to what she said. Thank you. Okay, so what are some of the main factors that cause constipation? 
So main factors. Okay, so looking at your diet first. So number mm-hmm. one, if you're not getting enough fiber in your diet, meaning you're not eating enough fruits, vegetables, whole grains. Um, next is if we're not drinking enough water. So even if we're getting all the fiber in our diet, if we're not flushing it through us with water, you can be constipated. Next uh, would be exercise. So we need to be physically active to get our bowels to move as well. So if you've been very sedentary, that can lead to constipation. Uh, in addition would be things like travel, um, disability or immobility, um, hospital stays and medication. So when someone says they're constipated, we have to think about all those different things. Now, you are also a weight loss expert, and there are, at any given time, six of the most popular diets going around that everybody's trying. Um, Have you noticed what effect each of those seem to have on your patients? Uh, Which ones are more prone to lead to constipation and and how to maybe combat that? Sure. So low-carb diets are quite popular um, in different varieties, different shapes, different forms. So you've got the keto diet, you've got the Atkins diet, uh, my diet, the good diet plan also starts off with being lower in carbohydrates. And all of those can sometimes, in certain people that are susceptible, lead to constipation at the beginning. And the reason being is you're cutting out a lot of the whole grains. So like breads, Mm -hmm. cereals, crackers, sources of nuts, source nuts nuts and all of them, but you're cutting out um, that insoluble fiber. And so for some people that leads to constipation at the beginning, and you're also decreasing the amount of food you're eating. So if someone's used to eating a lot of food and all of a sudden they cut back on the amount, um, in some people it might trigger some constipation. Have you seriously ever met anyone on the keto diet who was constipated? <laughs> yes. I mean, really? When they're chugging, <laughs> chugging fat by the... Uh, yeah, it just seemed to go straight through me, literally. Really? Okay, so I've seen both. I've seen some people that, you know, I definitely notice people urinating a lot because, like, as you're flushing it out, you're losing a lot of water weight mm-hmm. also. Um, and then I guess if you're eating enough fat, it can go through you. But for some people, just cutting back on the fiber now that what they're ab- not eating. Okay. So what about other diets, low-fat diets? Low-fat diets, it depends. If you're on a low-fat plant-based diet where you're eating um, beans and legumes and fruits and vegetables, uh, you could be going a lot. You might have the opposite of constipation You might because you're having so mm-hmm. much fiber. Or for other people who are used to having the fat that helps them go, they could be constipated. It's so individual. What affects one person one way sometimes affects another person completely differently. Okay, so how does constipation actually affect the digestive system? So when we're, const- so when we're talking about constipation, we're talking about um, infrequent or incomplete bowel movements. We're talking about um, hard bowel movements that we have to strain. And what can happen is they can sit in our colon for longer and it can cause us to become gassy and it can cause us to become bloated. So sometimes when people say like their their digestive f- system feels off balance is because what they really mean is they're feeling gassy and bloated. Um, so that's one way that constipation mm-hmm. could affect us. Plus, people just don't feel good. They feel heavier when they're constipated and they're not as likely to want to go to the gym or go out. And so sometimes... It leads to more um, when really people should be active when they're constipated. Sometimes they'll just sit at home and be less active. I I know um, a nutritionist that we work with once. She actually has a stool chart Mm-hmm. on the wall to yeah. say like how what does it look like um, yeah. and this is what you're aiming for this one or this one I mean it just it's something that people don't like to talk about but it is obviously a very natural part of our lives and it's something we all do mm-hmm. every day but I had no idea I mean you know one day I guess I was like oh 
rabbit pellets, I'd better drink more water yeah. or whatever. But there is there are charts you can look up online that show you what a good-looking stool is. <laughs> yeah, it's actually really helpful. And those pellets that you talk about, that's yeah. actually can even be associated with severe constipation, where some people might not know that. They think, well, I'm passing something. I'm not constipated. No, actually, if they're dry and they're hard and they're not formed together, that can be very constipated. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, you uh, recommend Senecot tablets um, as a as a maybe a first course of action if you're noticing something different. So Senecot has uh, natural senna uh, in it, and senna has been a plant that's been harvested. Um, as a natural way of relieving constipation for thousands of years. So it's one of the -the over-the-counter products that sometimes uh, I'll recommend people look at when they've already looked at lifestyle measures. So the first thing you want to do is most natural first. So get enough fiber in your diet from fruits, vegetables, whole grains, get enough exercise, drink enough water. That's not helping, go to the drugstore. And here we want to look at a natural Senna-type product like Senecot for the occasional relief of constipation, or you could look at a stool softener uh, or psyllium, but those are um, where we start. And then if it's still not working, then we look at, okay, is there something more going on? Um, And do they need to be further looked at by a gastroenterologist? Let me ask you, if someone were to not listen to your advice Mm -hmm. and use, instead of really going through their diet, because they're in a rush and they just go, well, I don't feel well, I'll just... Would the bowel then become lazy if this person was taking it all the time? The bowel would just say, I don't have to do anything. The senna is going to do it. Yeah, totally. So it's not something you want to be taking uh, on a chronic basis. And it says that right on the package. So, you know, a w- more than a week, I mean, you want to go, go see, see a doctor. Yeah, this mm-hmm. isn't something to be relied on because exactly like you said, then, you know, our body can get used to it. We don't want to rely on uh, medication. So what about uh, with children? Like what age is it safe for or would you say it's okay to to give uh, a younger person some Seneca? So again, I would always recommend with children that you go speak to your pediatrician uh, first. And with kids, you want to try fiber, exercise, Mm -hmm. uh, and then you can go speak to your pharmacist as well just to make sure that it's the right product for them. Well, I'm sure a lot of parents uh, worry because children do go through phases of not wanting to eat any vegetables. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's why there's also, you know, lots of good cookbooks out there where you can like hide. hide it. I used to hide so it helpful. in spaghetti sauce. Yeah. yeah. Everything went into spaghetti also. sauce. <laughs> yeah. And now there's cauliflower and everything. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it comes and make, already riced now. That's so handy. Yeah. <laughs> and making sure that they're drinking enough water is also how something. You, how do you know how, how much water is right? Because you've said this a, a few times. I mean, I aim for yeah. two and a half, three liters a day because I do my body weight. But but is, is there a special formula? So there's different guidelines. I've seen some that say, you know, half ounce to one ounce per pound of body weight. Right. Which would equal out to about two to three liters right. of water per day um, or eight, eight ounce glasses of water. Um, but also we have to think, people think, well, is it just water that counts? But we have to think of other ways to get fluid in mm-hmm. the diet. So it's, you know, water, Tea. Uh, you can have other drinks that have water as the first coffee? ingredient. Coffee's no, actually. Coffee Why? wouldn't count because coffee is dehydrating. So people it's think a diuretic, right? No, uh-huh. so so exactly. So it's a diuretic. So diuretic means means we lose water as opposed mm-hmm. to get water. So coffee can be. Um, yeah, I wouldn't recommend getting our water from coffee. Herbal teas are different. What about, do you have to worry about it being decaffeinated tea or caffeinated tea? Does that make so a difference? So herbal teas are decaffeinated mm-hmm. most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Yeah. 
So you're okay. So, I mean, so figure out the amount of water that you should be having. Yeah. I have a little app now on my yeah. phone that reminds me when I need to drink water. Yeah, and just well, for most it in people, front of you so it's in yeah. front of your face so that you remember to drink it. For most people, they just don't drink enough water as much as yeah. they think they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's especially a problem more in um, elderly um, you know, because they're worried maybe that if they drink more water, they'll have to get up more in the night to go to the bathroom. Well, this is what I worry about. Yeah, or, you know. Yeah, this is because my my bladder n- has never adjusted to liters of water. Yeah. It's every, you know, I'm... And it can be intrusive. You go, oh, I don't want to get up and go to the bathroom and get yeah, up. And, yeah, I'm too lazy <laughs> to do it, uh, to go to the washroom that often. So I, I hold back on the water. Or I drink it first thing in the morning and then yeah. I just gulp it all down. Later. Which is not the, the, the way to do it. You're supposed to hydrate all day. Mm-hmm. Just because I can't, I, it's, it's uh, you know, it's like being sick. It's a waste of time. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Although it's funny because as soon as someone then has constipation, they're like, okay, I'm ready to waste my time. I'm happy to drink as much water. <laughs> Tell us where people can go to get more information about Okay, so if you want more information about um, constipation or Senecot, you can go to senecot.ca. That's S-E-N-O-K-O-T, Senecot, okay, dot C-A. Yep. Uh, If you want to read more about my diet, you can Mm -hmm. go to thegooddietplan.com. And if you just want to learn about gut health and constipation in general... Search away. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, uh, Dr. Melissa Hirschberg. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Meridian's three-year escalator GIC can help you save for a bucket list trip. In the first year, earn 2% interest. In the second, 3%. In the third, 4%. Those escalating savings could be the difference between this trip and this trip. Visit a branch or meridiancu.ca today to get started. Meridian, saving for a better life while living your best life. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Yuletide colors so ornate, so bright, tinsel trees adorned with festive light. From Graham Island, these through Labrador. Merry holidays are here once more. What you're listening to is a Canadian Christmas, a 100% Canadian Christmas song. And joining us now in studio, we have the singer, Joanna Majoko, and producer Suresh Singaratnam. Welcome to the show. Now, we're going to play the full song in a moment, but tell us where the idea for this came about. Do you want to take this one? Go for it. Okay, so uh, I guess end of 2016, we're starting to see some things happen around the world in terms of like hate speech and, uh, you know, some exciting stuff. So um, I started writing this and then it it started as a Christmas song, but then I realized when the bridge was kind of a contrast to all the happy stuff at the beginning, the way to get out of it uh, would be to just see what we have in Canada and the hope we have here. Um, so this was, when it was finished being written, then it kind of when I, when I realized what we had, I was really motivated to kind of share it with as, as many people as possible. I was mm-hmm. fortunate to meet an uh, incredible vocalist, Joanna, just randomly through a mutual friend. Yeah. 
Um, and then that's what this has really been about, just to kind of get it to as many people as possible. Well, there's a great music video for it on YouTube. And we understand it was made on a budget of kindness and generosity of <laughs> friends, both old and new. So tell us about that, Joanna. Uh, well, I think I was one of those those friends. Um, I just met Suresh about a year ago, and he told me this uh, vision he had for the song. And it's a, it's a beautiful song about inclusivity and diversity. And a lot of uh, our Christmas songs don't really showcase that. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I wanted to be a part of that. And so we he had a camera, and he had a friend with a really nice view and lots of lighting. And Stu Harrison was actually the piano mm -hmm. player on the piece and just sort of piece it together. So what's the response been like? It's been really positive, really. Uh, we had uh, Adam Savage from Mythbusters actually tweeted the song last week, oh. which was kind of a nice boost. Um, we've had um, MPs uh, from different parts of Ontario uh, repost the song. I met one of them uh, in Maynooth because I was in Bancroft for mm -hmm. to see a high school perform it, the same song. And he gave me a big hug when he met me because I gave him one of the cards he realized it was. So it's been it's been cool, and also especially watching the kids uh, who are singing it this year. We have like four different high schools performing it with their bands and choirs, mm -hmm. um, and that's really moving when you see Absolutely. these kids learn yeah. those words and get together and like on mm -hmm. stage, and they're going to grow up with this now. That's that's like that's the mission, right? So, that's where can awesome. people go to connect with you and and get this? So they can uh, if you go to nowadorned.com, the website where you can view the song and the music video for free. Uh, that's also a very important part that no one has to pay for this. Uh, you can just find my email address on there. Or you can just look me up on Facebook or Twitter. Just you know, send me a message, and we can say again what it is. The the website is nowadorned.com. Nowadorned.com because that's the name of the. That's the you'll, it's the surprise and lyrics of what that means. If you listen yeah. to the song, you, you understand what that means, right? So. All right. Yeah. Well, Joanna and Suresh, thank you both for joining us today. That is it for what she said. We'll be back again tomorrow at noon, right here on one oh five nine The Region. But now, sit back, relax, and enjoy a Canadian Christmas. Snow-capped rooftops paint a hushed tableau Silhouetted branches frame twilight's glow Gathering clouds sculpt rays from a scarlet sun December's dawn greets everyone Yuletide colors so ornate, so bright Tinsel trees adorned with festive light From Graham Island east through Labrador Merry holidays are here once more The snowflakes fall, the snowflakes rise Tracing icy breezes through the skies Carolers sing along with town grass bells Decked halls and storefronts across the Adorned with festive light From Newfoundland west through
when we play outside we become healthier both mentally and physically we become more creative and more focused we connect with nature each other and ourselves let's take this outside a new podcast hosted by me marianne iveson an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover i speak to athletes outdoor professionals and scientists about their connection to nature how it affects their performance and everyday life Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, 4Kids Flashback. 4Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s, and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at 4Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.